amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It is summertime. summertime. Everyone, everyone celebrates summer. Time off, a little more heat. In some cases, a lot more heat uh, <laughs> than other people. Don't get me started. Some people like to find a secluded place to relax, just sit around, do absolutely nothing. <laughs> other people like to let it all hang out. Ooh, where's my belt? Oh. Uh, a carnival cruise line, uh, on, on a carnival cruise line, there was reported a threesome on the carnival cruise led to a 60 person brawl. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, brawl. Brawl. It started Not out bra. as a threesome. That would be massive. So it started out as a threesome and then yep. it turned into chaos? Caligula? Yeah. Are we talking yeah. Caligula brawl or a different? Uh, apparently, not everybody was into the uh, philanderous ways activities. of some other people. Yeah, the activities going on. Mm, uh, brick house. house. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, it started about two in the morning in the ship's dance club and casino. Ooh, because you know that's where it would be. Uh, allegations of cheating spiraled out of control, and that started a fight that ended up with smashed bottles and bruised egos. So, yeah. in yeah. stepped ship security, so they dispersed it. Uh, yeah, uh, off and on for about an hour. So it, it took them to get rid of the the fight. So, are there any more details? So, what happened? It was a threesome. How did it get uh -huh. out? How did it affect? Why did it affect the whole ship? What happened? Well, so it was two in the morning. Like I said, two in the morning in the ship's uh, dance club. There were a lot of people there. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, uh, allegedly 
a threesome was going on or, you know, people uh, accusing other people, their spouses or whatever, mm-hmm. of cheating on them. And then fights break out. And then that just, uh, just turns into other. Yeah, just oh, yeah. It gets contagious because I'm assuming yeah. some people were intoxicated by something at that point. No. Yeah. At, at two in the morning. You would be. Have you ever heard that that old saying, nothing good ever happens after midnight? Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. Lots of good things happen after midnight. <laughs> yeah. uh, Apparently, threesomes happen after midnight right? on Carnival uh, Rocky, <laughs> Rocky said, uh, oh, yeah, they should change their name to the Jungle Cruise Line. Oh, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> yep. Uh, hello, Scott Morris. Haven't seen you in a while, buddy. Uh, Toby McAvoy. Kathy and the Berg, Yehudi, Rocky, Jill. Jill. What's up, babe? Uh, Audrey. Audrey, haven't seen her quite so much here lately. Make sure I ain't missing anybody here. Yehudi and... She's a morning listener too, right? The morning oh, yeah. Man, she's a big she's a big listener. She rubs elbows with these people. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, I'm just glad she's here. You know? She's Rubs. not big. I don't know why you said she was big. She's She's really cute. Big time. Oh, know. big time. Yeah, yeah. It's she big rubs up clothes with those people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, maybe if you go on a cruise, try to at least keep your secret stuff secret. Don't let it spread <laughs> to a fight. <laughs> Don't let it in spread. In the disco tech. <laughs> yeah. Bob or D, welcome. Yeah, that kind of stuff would spread. Barbara D. Hello, yeah. sweetie. Um, yeah, it um, three. I mean, come on. You know, if you're married and, uh, you know, your significant other is not the threesome kind of guy or gal, don't go cheating on them. Cheating is wrong. It's wrong. Just wrong. Yep. But what if it was like an open type of relationship and. I think we, we've talked we talked about that before, but that is very very subjective. That that kind of lifestyle is very individualized. You know, just because you say you're open doesn't mean you know you can just. Uh, there are rules to have. There's That's rules correct. to every yeah. relationship, but you got to have some some. Oh yeah. Um, what's that? What's that word? Um, you got to have boundaries, and you have That's to right. have your laws. Yeah. Absolutely, have to have yeah. So open. Open in the sense uh, of traditional uh, relationship, but there are more uh, rules. To from my friend told me uh, to you know having that uh, having that kind of lifestyle. So. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Speaking- yeah, that's that's definitely not for everybody. No, no, it's not. You know, and um. My friend certainly doesn't condone uh, cheating. They're they're uh, you know have a have a uh, different uh, relationship and no cheating. Mm-mm. No, you do not. Uh, you don't do that with uh, a married secretly behind somebody else's back. Nope. Or in front of their back. Nope. Whatever. I know. <laughs> Speaking of. Disco, discos. Did I ever tell you that story about um, the weird guy in Italy when I lived in Italy? Did I ever say that? Wait, I don't think you, so. 
When were you in Italy? When I was in the Navy. Who <laughs> was in the Navy? I can't believe oh, it. Please, please I, tell us. I wake about up every So, uh, it, La Maddalena is a very small island north of Sardinia. It's technically Sardinia, but it's like 10 miles like around so all the communities are pretty pretty small people know each other and there's a main piazza like in the front of the island and so everybody's familiar after there for a little while and there was this guy vittorio he knew everybody he had a long he always used to walk around with a long overcoat and you see him talking he was he kind of acted like a mayor or somebody and uh saw him one day at a cafe, um, just getting my cappuccino and a little bit of pastry and see Vittorio, uh, buongiorno. And he looks at me, he's like, with a scowl on his face, like, Melissa, do you know what buongiorno means? Uh, I said, yeah, it's good morning or good day. And he said, what is so good about today? And I said, I'm in Italy. I'm having a cappuccino. It's a beautiful day. And he's like, it's not a good day. Not a good day for me. But that was how he always act. Like he had one of those sour personalities to where um, if you are outside at a cafe and you see him with his wool overcoat and his chin up, kind of like that self-righteous, it's like, oh, this place is so shitty. Or, you know, he was always complaining about something. But, you know, he was just entertaining, a, you know, a fixture right there in La Maddalena. So one night there was... It's hard to explain, but there's all restaurants and and uh, shops. And at this particular, it was Saturday night. Most of the places were closed, and it was it was late. This again after midnight. But I'm hanging out with some. I'm not going into the discotheque. I'm hanging out with my friends. We're like drinking. I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt and a ball cap. And the stairs are really long, like long marble stairs, and they're pretty you know cool and sitting there smoking cigarettes drinking and the discotheque was had a small door and you walk in there's the bar and then the back of the place was the discotheque and some pool tables but it was uh one of the few places that were still open so we would just go into the bar get our drinks and come back outside and have our time and it was my turn to go in and buy the drinks and i go in and um, and I see Vittorio. He, he's in there. I'm like, oh, my God, what's he going to complain about now? Um, people stinking or Americans or something. But so I, I don't pay any attention to him. And I'm walking and I'm in line and it's getting really uh, crowded as they do. Bars when, you, you know, at that night, everybody's wanting to get a drink. And he and he walks up to me and I see he's like he's he flanks my right. And he's like this. He's like smiling. He's like, Melissa, Melissa. And I'm like, hi, Vittorio. And he goes, look, look at my dick. Like, what? He said, and he's like this, like the freaking Joker. Melissa, look, (laughs) look at my dick. And I was like, I looked down and I was like, no, I don't want to look at your freaking dick. And he's like, oh, you saved my dick. Touch my dick. Touch my dick, Melissa. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I left, and I had one of the guys go in and get the drinks. And then a couple of, that was Saturday. So, like, a couple of days later, Tuesday or Wednesday, I see him back out in the piazza near the cafes, and he walks up. He goes, Melissa, my uh, brother, he wants to uh, apologize. 
I said, your brother wants to apologize. What are you talking about? Oh, I have a brother. Uh, he's uh, my mio fratello, Zito. His name is Zito. I was like, what do you want to apologize? He saw you at the club the other night and asked you to touch his dick. I want you to know it's not me. I know, no, no, me. <laughs> it was my twin brother. When he comes out sometimes and he caused me trouble all the time. I know ass touch dick. That's crazy. <laughs> my twin brother, Wario. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. And he thought that actually would work, huh? Oh, my God. I know. I wonder. Can't believe we've been married for, for 15 years. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was a strange place. <laughs> now, that was a bad spinoff of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't have a yellow umbrella. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so tomorrow is the is Independence Day. It's July 4th. I still have all of my fingers. <laughs> Give it Good. time. We still have all the fireworks to set off, but we haven't had any accidents yet. Rusty? I, I don't have any. No plans. I'm going to be home. Oh, so Is, did anybody, anybody have parties yet? Or no. wait until tomorrow for the fireworks? So I know there's a lot of people celebrating tonight. Some people celebrated yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. No, nope. we'll just do it tomorrow. How about you, nope. Melissa? Mm. Uh, no, not yet. But yeah, tomorrow, big party. I had um, not at my house, going to my friend's house. So I, uh, I'm making pulled pork. I put one. I did not realize, and I got blasted on facebook for being so stupid i have a 19 pound boston butt and uh so i was asking the sous vide people on facebook if it if i would be able to thaw it out and if it would be i'd have enough time for it to be ready on fourth of july and they're like oh really there's no such thing as a 19 those are two butts put together blah 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 and i didn't know because it was deep frozen i didn't know Right. So anyway, I took one Boston butt and I put it in the crock pot with, uh, and that's going to be the sweet one, you know, with Coca-Cola and stuff. And then the other one I put in the sous vide and that's going to be the savory spicy one. And then right. I'm going to make a antipasto or whatever. What do they call them nowadays? Uh, charcuterie boards? Charcuterie? Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make one of those tomorrow to bring over too. But yeah, there'll be lots of yes, lots of fireworks and lots of food tomorrow. My wife was making. I don't even. I, I always forget what the heck the name of it is. It's the it's the green uh, marshmallow salad uh, with walnuts. And <gasps> oh, stuff I haven't it. had that in years. That That's so good. Uh, yeah, Judy makes a, a version of that. Uh, yeah, I don't marshmallow she, salad thing. What do you call oh. it? It's frog's eye salad. Frog's eye salad is what she calls it. No, it's a different one. She made some of that too because I had to go run and get that pasta for it. But yeah, oh. she had me try it and I go, this is perfect. Now I'm going to put it back in the fridge or I'm going to eat the whole damn thing tonight. Yeah. Yes. So. that's Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. The only yeah. bad thing about being prepared and making it a day ahead of yeah. time, you got to keep everybody out, out of the fridge, mm-hmm. out of the cabinets. A lot of the right. stuff that I bought for the anti- for yeah. the charcuterie, I, I hid in, in a paper bag and I put it in the back of the pantry because I know. I know how these people operate over here. Yeah. And then to make it worse, she's she's making, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, uh, the pastries, uh, kolaches, or kolaches. Oh, kolaches, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't those yeah, like, so, I know there's there's a lot of donut shops that do that down here. Uh-huh. What's, yeah. um, what are those? Mike say in Ambrosia? No. Watergate. Thank you, Watergate. Kathy. Watergate salad. Watergate, Watergate. salad. That, that's what it, yep. Oh. That was the one I was. I love Ambrosia. I make a killer Ambrosia, but yeah. I'm not doing it this year. Um. So yeah, uh, she she makes that. It's it's the the dough and then the the fruit filling and that kind of stuff in, inside. What do, I know up another, in another thing I can't control myself around. In uh, UP, Michigan, I don't know if it's only the UP, but it's there's something similar up there, and I freaking love them. And I can't remember what they're called. They're not kaloshes, but it's like a meat pie. And Broke? no, would you say rusty? Pierogies? No, it's a meat pie up in Michigan. When I was up in Bark River a few years ago, I had one and ended up buying a crap load to take home with us because the drive was long from Mississippi to Michigan, but um, we yeah. ate them all the way home. Yeah, see, there's there's a there's a difference. Some like Texas people call uh, the basically they're uh, man. I'm at a loss for wor- all words tonight. So Are you talking about sandwiches? No, no, uh, uh, dang, uh, pigs in a blanket kind of thing, right? A Ooh. hot dog with the, the bun around it on the, not a hot dog, you know, yeah, a bun pig in blanket. Blanket. sausage, yeah. uh, that people call that a, a, a collage, but to, to check people, that is absolutely not a collage. It's a, a collage is a dessert and it's got, it, it's sweet oh. dough and fruit filling and that kind okay. of stuff in it. And I can't remember the name uh, the name of what the meat version of, of that kind of thing is, but it's oh, I yeah, gotcha. Okay, like, yeah, Mike has the right idea. That's it. Pasties, 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 or pasties are the ones from Michigan. Right. That's all the meat and cheese one. And right. like where I'm from, that would be more like a calzone. Yeah. And you're talking about like different names, so you're talking about the dessert ones, um, right? Gosh, Sweet so dough and, and fruit filling, basically pie filling kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, who was Great it in stuff. the chat mentioned Zapolis? Oh, Kathy. Yes, I love the Zapolis, but I can't find them anywhere around here. Uh, what are those? Speaking of Kathy Clean. and the Berg, give her a big happy anniversary for, what did she say, 36 years? Happy, Mary? happy anniversary. Yep, yep 36, on the July 5th, be 36 years. That's awesome. How did he put up? Congratulations! With, I don't never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Hey, that wasn't so, very nice. But, 
What? In my experience, it's uh, it's the other way around. I'm not insulting Kathy. I'm speaking just my own personal experience being married. Mm. Yeah, she puts up with a lot more than I do. Well, years ago, when the first debate started happening about gay marriage, I'm like, I am absolutely all for it. They deserve to be just as miserable as the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> I'm just joshing you. So, uh, are you guys familiar with the Stanley Cup? Yes. Yes. The actual cup over in Colorado. It fits too small on me. I have to have the America's Cup. And I'm not talking about stanley hudson's mug with his face on it from the office i'm talking about oh. you know stanley cup like uh hockey yeah. uh so it was supposed to be delivered to the avalanche uh there in in colorado the 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 weather occurrence or is an avalanche the name for something the team okay yeah. so oh, they, they, oh. Won the, they won the stanley cup okay. okay so it was supposed to be delivered to them where they were going to be awarded the Stanley Stanley Cup and all that, but it was delivered to just a couple in Denver. What just they were delivered to delivered a couple. to the house of a couple. Was their last name Avalanche? No. Oh, the the their address was Avalanche just like Road. one number off from where it was supposed to be delivered. Oh my gosh, that's pretty and cool though. Yeah. So the the guy who well the the, the couple actually pays attention to hockey he saw a vehicle pull up and <laughs> the, the 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 trunk of the vehicle got opened up and it was like oh my god this is the stanley cup why are you delivering this here and so he got a couple pictures of it with his spouse yeah i was gonna say at least sending like them on hey you got to deliver this to the right place at least touch it and uh you know stick your head in it and <laughs> that's what i told her right <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah, I heard it got dinged so. up pretty bad uh-huh. when they finally uh-huh. got it. I'm talking about the Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah, they I, dropped it, didn't they? Is it? Uh, yeah, they dropped it. Yeah. So is it like the players? I don't know. T- I mean, I like hockey. I like the Bruins. Like any uh, sport played in New England, but do it, it goes around to each player and they get to party with it? Um. I don't know if they do that with like the the other trophies, like the Lombardi Trophy or whatever. But I heard that Stanley Cup, like you get to have possession for it for a period of time. That I'm not sure. Oh, huh. okay. I've never paid too much attention to to hockey. Oh, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about Italian type food and stuff earlier. Uh, did you hear about the uh, Italian chef uh, who died? Boyardee. Uh, yeah, he passed away. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's terrible, terrible stuff. Boy, are that bad. I I don't like those uh, veggie with flour. Uh, what are they? Uh, fettuccine? The these vegetable macaronis that they make instead of using like flour or whatever. Flour. Th- those are totally impostas. Womp, right womp. back at you, Rusty. Right. Not even joking. Whole grain pasta is awful. I can't, can't eat it. Can't do it. Yeah, it doesn't. It ain't got the right texture or something to it. Mm. It's and it, no. Have yeah. s- speaking of these kind of, I hate it when people call 
Italian <laughs> pasta or macaroni noodles. Noodles is reserved for egg noodles and ramen noodles, and that's it. But has anybody, I don't know if this is a TikTok trend or a YouTuber trend, but lately my son has been wanting to eat ramen noodles out of the package, like just raw. And I'm like, what the, and he does not have an adventurous palate. He's very, very picky about what he eats. And I'm assuming he saw it on TikTok or something. In my experience, ramen noodles are either to be heated up with water or broken up, crushed over top of broken tables, and fixed, used to fix with, you know, super glue. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen those videos. No, I have not. High speed, you know, the, oh, here's this table that's got a big chunk taken out of it. So here's a package of ramen noodles. We'll crush it up. We'll stick it. In, we'll crush it up. We'll stick it in the hole and <laughs> cover it up with epoxy or super glue. And then they sand it and paint it. Look, you can't tell. Yeah, okay. That's, that's just bull crap. Let's fix our car with it. Creative. No, not use Bondo, but ramen noodles. Yeah. I, I have not seen that. I haven't either. Oh yeah, my I've, gosh. Only, I've heard of using sawdust, but not ramen noodles. Yeah. yeah anything to get a click, I guess. I, for sure. I guess that goes to show that you can do anything with ramen noodles. I, I guess it's because it's a cheap fix. What are they, 20 cents a package? Well, now it's probably a buck fifty. Probably, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rusty, mm-hmm. do you want to tell uh, everybody here in the last minute or so about uh, the store, the shop for the show, and uh, the new t-shirts yes, we you got put a out? Couple of, got a couple of new uh, t-shirt ideas over there. Um, you can get to the store easiest way is to go over to Facebook. Uh, I know, Heather, I know you don't have Facebook. I'm sorry. Everybody else, uh, Facebook, go to Off Track Syndicate page, click the shop button. It'll take you right to the t-shirt page. And uh, we got a we got a couple of new ones. Just, you know, go over and look around. Check all the different. There's a whole bunch of different kinds of shirts. Uh, order the next size up that you think you want. Because they kind of run small, it's been confirmed three or four times. So, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, off track syndicate Facebook, click the shop button. So there's that. So one of those, uh, what one of the shirts that we came out with here this week is our uh, high capacity, fully automatic, large caliber freedom. Yes, yes. There's a cool looking bucket hat to go with that. We'll be back, maybe. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain, 
Genital, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers. The first cat cooler dropped, activated a volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender, and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat Coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool, and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to PrepareWithMojo50.com. That's PrepareWithMojo50.com. back um i don't know what uh what all we've got uh planned for tonight uh we had had some technical difficulties before we got here and uh rusty yeah. have you ever heard of the great lego spill no i mean like talking about legos the kids toys that hurt like hell when you step on them in the middle of freaking night because the kids didn't put them away Oh, uh, yes. Not, not speaking from experience or anything. Apparently in the UK, back in 97, a shipping crate. So, Connex container, shipping container with 4.8 million Lego pieces spilled in the ocean. Ah. And those pieces, 25 years later, are still washing up on the shore. Nice. Yeah. And uh, uh, it got spilled out of what? A shipping container? Shipping container, yeah, yeah, basically fell off the boat, yeah, and uh, have been slowly spilling out since then. Uh, yeah. Well, wait a second. A shipping. I I, I promise I've read this here. Uh, Sixty-two shipping crates fell into the sea, so I, I stand corrected with that. But yeah, four point eight million Lego pieces washed into the ocean. The funny thing about it is. They were all ocean-themed. Sharks, life preservers, spear guns, <laughs> octopuses, aqua raiders, pirates, and divers all fell in. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Into the ocean. Uh, so, yeah, they've been washing up onto, onto the beach 25 years later. And people are still complaining about it. But I, I would think, and maybe I'm wrong about this, I, if they're still washing up onto the onto the onto the beach 25 years later, they're probably going to last a while. And maybe that's what people are complaining about, that they don't break down. Fish are going to eat them. It's going to ruin the environment, the ecosystem, all that kind of stuff. But I just kind of, I find it funny thinking about little uh, uh, mermaids or pirates washing up onto the beach randomly because they all um, fell out of a, a boat. So from talking about things found in the water, uh, from, from mental floss, uh, I guess that's .com. I don't know. It doesn't say exactly, but mental floss. Um, weird things found in rivers around the world. Uh, a Roman brothel token. In the, is that the Thames or the Thames? Thames River in, in uh I guess London or sure. in Thames. Thames. Yeah. yeah. In 2012, an amateur archaeologist discovered a Roman brothel token near the Thames Putney Bridge. The bronze token depicts a graphic act of passion. Hmm. Experts believe this sex token was hidden beneath the mud for around 2,000 years. Wow. I if you, like, uh, is it still like? Can you use it for? Like, <laughs> Are you grandfathered in if you use the token? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I think you already answered it, but I was going to say, how do you know? It, how did he know it was a brothel token? What gave it away? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that was so. Like, what is there? Like a collection of them? Is there like different sex acts depicted on different coins, and you give them the coin? For <laughs> That's a good question. Depicted. You know? <laughs> oh my be gosh! Have a collection of them. <laughs> Um, what exactly do you think the cash value of the brothel token is? I bet it. I bet it's well. Seeing how it's uh, it's uh, a numismatist's uh, dream to have one of those old. Uh, I'm just going to assume you said that right. I- I'm proud of you, Rusty. Yeah, numismatist. Numismatist. Nailed it. Um, yeah, that's a coin collector. Um, so, yeah. It's probably it's probably worth a pretty penny. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, but back in the day, I mean, it's more frowned upon prostitution now than it was back in the day. It was kind of normal. So I wonder how much it would really be worth. I mean, for for that, you know, if you want to compare the the structure back then to now, right? I don't know. I don't know. What do you? Yeah, about prostitution. What do you think? Do you think? Uh, it was more prevalent in the old days before we develop morals and healthcare. I don't know. That's a good question. The, the, uh, current, the current morals, really, I, I guess, would be. Yeah, I, I would say I would say probably is because most anybody can uh, do that if they needed to in order to get money. 
<laughs> I would assume that's probably uh, accurate. With less I don't know, of a, do people with have le- women, you know, have women changed that much? Because I'm sure men haven't changed all that much, but have women changed that much to where they would, you know, be accepting or whatever of their husband going out and doing that? Oh, oh, I didn't know where you. So that going brings that us one. back to the first conversation there about the uh, right open open marriage kind of thing. Yeah, that's. I'm glad know. she. I'm glad she said that about oh because it's not really it's not really open. It's just a different set of rules, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Um, hey, Kathy in the Berg, twenty bucks, same as downtown. Right. Uh, Mike in the YouTube chat. Mike in the YouTube chat posed a uh, at least kind of triggered a good question in my head. Uh, was there any mention of how this brothel token smelled? Was it fishy? Oh. I imagine it was fishy. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, okay, in Amsterdam, the a city of 780,000 people has been estimated to have around 2 million bicycles. Mm-hmm. Now, why would they have that? Why? Just they put them out everywhere, I guess? Yeah, I think that's their primary mode of transportation. But as canal cleaners have discovered, Ooh. bicycles fill more than just the streets. Approximately 15,000 bikes are pulled up from Amsterdam's canals each year. Bike fishing has actually become a popular Amsterdam tourist attraction. The local water company has perfected the activity with a claw and a crane device that sits atop a barge. Wouldn't a magnet work better? Not I mean, with aluminum. the claw, you're just kind of going in and grabbing, you yep. know, blindly. But with a magnet, you just drag that sucker. It'll grab it. Yeah, but Chris, it's not Chris, just bikes that they're going to be grabbing out that, of there. That's aluminum. Oh, the bikes are aluminum. Well. But that sounds fun. I've never heard of that. What, magnet fishing or bike No, fishing bike fishing us? in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yep. It's a claw and a crane that sits on top of a barge. Um, In 2015, Poland's Vistula River reached historically low levels, which unearthed rare World War II artifacts, including a Soviet fighter plane and the remains of its pilots. Really, the Soviets had fighter planes in World War II? I guess so. It wasn't the Civil War, Rusty. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, for them, they weren't far from being Civil War era. I mean, they they sent a lot of their guys into battle without any weapons. Rusty, they ended the World War II and went right into making nukes. They had technology. Not right into it. They were in. It oh, was it on. was on into the fifties, long into the fifties before they got nuclear technology. All right. I'm um, trying to say they had planes. They they knew how to fly. I guess it's just you don't hear. I mean, in all the thing, in all the World War II stuff, I've never heard them saying anything about Soviet fighter planes. I mean, these guys were literally riding around on horses in World War II still. Horses and going in with pitchforks. And, yeah, they sent the peasant people in, millions of them, of course. There's, You know, there was more people, more Soviets, more Russians, more Soviets, whatever, killed during World War II than anybody else. It's estimated like up to 50 million of them people died during World War II and the aftermath. Yeah, and, and that was that was 
they had a government that didn't give a damn. That's right. About that. They said that right was a big part of it. Weapons. Right. A lot of them, anyway. But uh, they had yeah. a lot to lose if Hitler made his way up north. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the winner that say, actually saved their ass. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, according to Associated Press, the plane crashed in January '45 when Germany's army was retreating back towards Berlin. The plane was hit while flying low across Vistula and ultimately crashed through the ice in the river. Explorers also found parts of the pilot's uniform, boots, parachutes, sheepskin, coat, collar, and radio equipment. Huh. Who knew? I'll have to uh, look into that. Yeah, I don't think they really care about their. Uh their soldiers very much no 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 uh computer tower in the rivers of america at disneyland when disneyland visitors raft over to tom sawyer island they don't just drop gum or cell phones in the river although hundreds do that every year in 2010 disney employees uncovered a desktop computer tower do during a routine maintenance draining. Hmm. How? <laughs> okay. How do you get? I'm trying to think. So it was Disneyland. I went to. It was about four years ago. I suppose if you if you brought in one of those uh, carts to pull your kid around, but you got to rent those. For, I don't want to go sorry, on. Sorry, I'm the having cot. an argument in my head. Yeah, uh, about how the heck you get a computer tower in there, let alone why you would want to. So you bring went to Disneyland, not Disney World, right? Oh, you went California to California. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. But man, that's if you're determined enough to bring a computer tower into Disney World or Land, wherever you you're dedicated. <laughs> that I guess that's one way to get rid of it, but. I can think of a bunch of other ways to get rid of it. They were on uh, a mission. I thought they wanted it to be discovered. In Los Angeles, every spring, the Friends of the Los Angeles River Organization hosts a citywide river cleanup that draws thousands of volunteers who pick up 70-plus tons of trash and an assortment of unusual trinkets and treasures. And bicycles. Findings from the group's more than two decades of cleanups include machetes, a sauna, and a phone booth. Uh, yeah. Did they find the doctor? Mm, I don't think so. No, that was a police booth. Never mind. Did they find Superman in the phone booth? Find Jimmy Doctor Hoffa. who? Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, and in De- the Detroit River, uh, according to experts, muddy waters obscure nu- numerous museum-worthy relics. Between 1980 and 2011, divers pulled up six separate cannons dating back to the 1700s. Uh, those cannons, which were likely part of a stash kept by British soldiers before the War of 1812, represent just a small portion of the treasure on the river's bottom. In November, a 6,000-pound anchor belonging to the passenger ship steamship Greater Detroit uh, was recovered. There was also rumors of prohibition era vehicles like a Model T uh, on the river's Canadian side, but divers need a permit to explore there. So, what makes it the Greater Detroit area? Why is that greater than every other part? 
I guess they should have said the Metropolitan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck bringing up any of that with a magnet. Yeah. Mm. You watch the guys on YouTube. They've got these magnets on the end of ropes and things like that. Uh-huh. You get that stuck on there. You're cutting that. Ro- you're cutting that magnet off. It's a loss. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mine's um, fishing. All right, that's all I got for that. Somebody else's turn. <laughs> what? Uh, so from from my stash of what kind of stupid things people do. A French man broke a Guinness World Record in Scotland by jumping from a bridge 765 times in 24 hours. What? That sounds a little bit more complicated. Well, I was going to say more complicated than stacking M&Ms, but no, that's pretty difficult too. No, I tried the M&Ms thing this week. It was terrible. It is, right? Yes. Yeah, it was bad enough just getting two of them. Three was impossible. Yeah, it just would not happen. And then after it, after a time, they were all gone. They just disappeared. That's I don't crazy. know where they all went. And you can't even lick was, them first, otherwise that's yeah, cheating. But I right? was full. It was it was <laughs> yeah. really weird. Very strange. Okay, uh, would this Guinness yeah. guy do? So a forty-four-year-old jumped from a bridge, bungee jumping, seven hundred and sixty-five times. Between 10 a.m. Tuesday and the same time on a Wednesday morning. Damn. Right? Well, now, he must have had a really short bungee. Or (laughs) he had something to pull him up up quickly. Really quick. Right? That's... Yeah, the previous record was 430. So he... Yeah, that that was 335 more. Overachiever? Yeah, 335 more. Have you guys ever been bungee jumping? No. Or bridge no. jumping? No. Oh. I'm not opposed to it. I just never done it. Mm. I never have either. I was just wondering. I'm wondering about I, that um that tickle belly rush that you kind of get. And I'm wondering if this guy doing it over and over again if he got desensitized to it or if it was wicked fun right. every time. Yes, let me tell you this about that getting desensitized to uh, to that. Okay, so I used to be, I used to didn't like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I just I never rode on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one year, uh, my son through his work, they were having a a day where it was just the company uh, was in the park Six Flags, and uh, so we went. So you could get on, go and get on any roller coaster. There was no lines at all whatsoever. You could just go get on whatever. Awesome. Yeah, it was. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
pretty oh, it yeah. was badass. Freaking love that. So he talked me into getting on uh, this new roller coaster they called Goliath. Uh, and it wasn't nothing special. It was just hills. There wasn't no loops or nothing crazy. And, and of course, I didn't let him in on it, but I, I freaked out the first time. I was like, hanging on. Well, we rode that thing about 10 times in a row. And like by the third or fourth time, I was in the front, hands up the whole way. Didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was like, this is nothing, you know. It was completely, completely so, over roller coaster fear. So was it, were you desensitized to the feeling or desensitized to your fear? Because you've already done it. Right. And yeah. you knew what to expect, but did you still get I, the, no. the hill tickle bellies? After that, I want to be in the front of any roller coaster I get in and hands up the whole way. Like, never touch touch nothing, just hands in the air. Uh, Chris, when you went to Disneyland, Disneyland, did you ride roller coasters? I've never been there. I've been to Disney World several times, but not Disneyland. Do they have, like, Space Mountain and Thunder Mountain? They had had Space Mountain, and that was, I think that was the only thing that we went on that was really technically a roller coaster, because I had young kids there at the time. That was... That was something because it's all in the dark. Mm-hmm. At yeah. least, you know, when you're at, for my area, Worlds of Fun, they've got roller coasters and stuff like that. You can see what's coming up. No, Space Mountain is. Yeah. And you're just ignorant of anything going on. You're just getting thrown around because it's absolutely dark. You don't know what's happening. And yeah. the older you so, get, the yeah. more painful that roller coaster is. Like whiplash. I, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember going to, as a kid, going down to Worlds of Fun, and they had, it was a a wood roller coaster. It was the Timberwolf, I think is what it was called. And Rickety. It, yeah. it You you feel every time, you know, you, you hit something on there. That wasn't the problem. Motion sickness for me has always been the issue. Roller coasters do not work well with, with motion sickness uh, at look, all. Um, over in the uh, YouTubes, Erica... Erica, say it said we're playing off track by the pool. About twenty five listeners. Don't screw up. Well, Ooh. we're just going to have to let them listeners hear uh, Erica's. Uh, this is Erica's theme song that we play for her when she comes in the Zoom room. Oh yeah, there she is, Miss Erica on the center stage. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a tiny stage. Oh, Erica, you missed my touch my deek story. She'll have to go back and listen. Right? <laughs> Speaking of that, guys, hit the like button. Hit subscribe, please. Share it. Let people know that you're paying attention. I know it's embarrassing, but do it. <laughs> I know. We don't want to get fired like that other guy. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, in case the people over with Erica didn't hear, go over to the Off Track Syndicate Facebook page. Click the like button, of course, but click that Shop Now button and go get you a T-shirt, damn it. It's going. They're clicking. They're clicking the likes. I can see it. Sweet. Uh, So uh, have you guys ever uh, taken revenge out on a person you do not know whatsoever? Just some stranger piss you off and you take out some sort of revenge? You mean like social media? No, like in person. Oh. No, that would be no because I'm not a psycho. 
<laughs> but come on. I mean, no. there, there are times when it can be very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's let's hear it. What do you got? All right, I'll ring it. Yeah. Oh, I got to ring right. it because you rang it. Okay. So, what I've got here is a McDonald's customer got revenge on an inpatient woman at the drive-thru after the person behind her gave her the finger because he was taking too long to order. Oh, my God. Isn't 10 fingers enough? You got to give somebody another one? Yeah, well, one here, certain one. Yep. Look, here's the thing. You know what's on the McDonald's menu. I know what's on the McDonald's menu. Everybody knows what's on the freaking McDonald's menu. When you pull into the drive-thru, you know what you're going to get. Oh, wait. If I, not, I, you need to figure it out beforehand. Did did Sean just step in? What was that? <laughs> I mean, come on. Get out of the left lane. <laughs> I mean, come on. You just, you pull up. Uh, well, maybe they didn't know what they felt like. They didn't know if they wanted chicken or beef. Uh, Rusty, don't give me that bull crap. You've been, a, you, you are a parent. You've had kids. Yeah. Chances yeah. are you've been through that drive through with kids. Yes. I yeah, hate the drive through right. yeah, with I, everybody in the car. Do I want a four piece hate or it. a 12 piece? We can be a half mile away. I don't prepping know the if kids. I want All right, guys, barbecue what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Yeah. And it isn't until we get up there, it's, uh, do they have this? Guys, we've been here before. You know what they have. Tell us what you want. <laughs> do they have and Sprite then, or 7 And up? then, is there. Can they, I get some ice cream? Is there outsource. machine? Is there machine working? Can I get some <laughs> yeah. soft? Serve? Is your machine working? Oh, their machine is not working. Yeah, and then sometimes they outsource the people who were receiving the order at the drive-through. I mean, from a technology That's standpoint, true. having someone in another state or another country receiving that order and putting it into the same store. That's awesome. I think it's cool that it's not. Uh, what it is cool, that, that but is how much faith yeah. do they have in their employees, though? That they have to outsource that. How much faith do you have in their employees? Exactly. Yes, I have not exactly. heard this. So they're actually, when you're talking to the, it could be that the person on the speaker end or whatever is not even in the building. I have not heard yep. this. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. Yep. How can I help you? <laughs> it could be three in the morning for that today person. Or McNugget? <laughs> Would you want a fish sandwich with that? <laughs> <laughs> right. We got Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite. We got high C. (laughs) So I'm just saying you could be, we'll just say hypothetically a dad who's pushing everybody. What do you want? Tell me what you want. I got to tell this idiot at the speaker what you want. And then that idiot at the speaker doesn't understand what you're explaining to them. And you have to repeat it. And then the woman behind you's hitting the horn and flipping you off. Okay. Hitting the horn, giving you the finger. So what the guy did was... He pulled up to the window. Yeah. He paid for his food and he paid for her food. Pulls up to the second window. Got his food. Says, I need my other food too. I paid for it. And <gasps> took her food. No way. And they gave it to him? Oh, because well, yeah, he paid, paid for, it. for it. Oh, so that's right. where the outsourcing thing. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he paid for it. Yeah. So you could be the bigger person. And pay for the person behind you, make her feel like an idiot, which he did. Gotcha. But then he took her food. 
<laughs> and and got uh-huh. the better of her because now she's got to go all the way around. Or she can just sit the there for or she could just sit there and make everybody else behind her wait. So then you got Which is a possibility. So then yep. you got a Carnival Cruise Line freaking story on your hands. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn so it. sometimes oh. I mean revenge is can be satisfying. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I I have upon further review, I have revenge, quote unquote. Uh driving down the highway. Um, so you pull out to pass somebody that's going slower. You get in the left lane to pass just like you're supposed to. You can see the people are coming up fast, you know, so you're trying to get around as quick as you can, but they run right up on your ass and then they start flashing their lights at you. You're not even past the truck yet. So what are you going to do? Just merge into the truck right next to you so they can get around you asshole. So what you got to do is to get revenge, and I do this occasionally, is you lay on the uh, windshield wiper fluid. (laughs) At 70 miles an hour, it goes right over you you and right all over their windshield, so then they have to then reach over and hit their... Yeah, so it's kind of like you're you're kind of like pissing on them. Passive-aggressive. Holy shit. Hey, would you do that if they were on a motorcycle? Yes, absolutely I would. I, uh, I try to jump out and I'm trying to get around this guy and you're flashing your lights at me. I can't get over yet. I, what do you want me to do? Magically make it happen. You freaking moron. No. Anyway, when, when I get somebody coming up behind me with their high beams on yeah. and you know, they're just sitting there with their high beams right behind you, yeah. you know, try to adjust the, uh, the mirror, see if you can get it so that it's shining up in their yep. eyes. Yep. I don't know that it's ever worked, but it's yes, it you, know, you try to do it. <clears throat> yeah. Bobber D, uh, now Knights is on the bottom. He asked for that. Yeah, so he know. asked to be in the bottom. So there's that. I do prefer the bottom. <clears throat> wow. I, mm, nope. Nope. <laughs> do you know what that means? What? <laughs> uh, it's a thing. About, Didn't so, they have, uh, during Pride Month, they had. Uh, Oh, there was a fast food restaurant that had made special dishes just for bottoms. Uh, you tell? Crap. Wow. I got to think about it. I, no, because it was a news story. I don't know why I didn't have it on uh, off track. It was like two weeks ago, and there was a restaurant. I don't know if it was not Taco Bell, but I think the gist of it was there's that myth that gay men need to do gay men that are bottoms need to do make certain preparations before they engage in sexual relations to kind of make it clean or whatever so i i think whatever if it was a burger or taco it was like no onions no chili um no corn or something like that it was like supposed to be clean for the colon for the bottoms or something like that I'll have to. I'll yeah, have to look. That's that. not what uh, I'm Yeah, you're going to have to uh, explain. Yeah, uh, a little more. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah. hey, folks, uh, if you like a cigar, if you like a good cigar, go check out piratecigar.com. Speaking about them, piratecigar.com. <laughs> uh, they have a off track uh, syndicate uh, bundle. I guess you could call it. Yeah, go check them out. It's a Buy family pack. It'll support us a little bit, support them. Give a small business to business. 
Stick around. is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. North Korea blasting the United States, South Korea, and Japan. Ron DeRockstra explains. Pyongyang says the three countries are pushing to boost their trilateral military cooperation targeting the North, warning the move is prompting urgent calls for the country to reinforce its military capability. The statement comes as North Korea's neighbors say the country is ready for its first nuclear test in five years as part of its provocative run of weapons tests this year. Ron DeRockstra reporting. Bulgaria expelling more than 70 Russian diplomats, one of whom said the staff was declared persona non grata last week. They've all been ordered to leave the country by the end of Sunday. Bulgarian Prime Minister Kirill Petkov has taken a very strong stance against the Kremlin since the invasion of Ukraine. Also at townhall.com, thousands of residents in the outskirts of Sydney, Australia, have been evacuated as heavy rains have led to increased flooding in the area. Karen Chamas reports. Floodwater gushed down roads throughout the suburbs of Australia's most populous city. The roof of a lone blue car bobbed up from the water on what used to be a neighbourhood street. A severe weather warning was issued by the Bureau of Meteorology, warning of heavy rain, flooding and high winds. Authorities were calling the situation a life-threatening emergency. The conditions were compared to devastating floods in March last year. Emergency services said they conducted over 100 flood rescues and responded to over 3,000 requests for assistance within 24 hours. I'm Karen Chamas. Amazon boring off-duty warehouse workers from the company's facilities. Under the policy, employees are barred from accessing buildings or other working areas on their scheduled days off. More on these stories at townhall.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you know it's about to get real, and you really need a plan, and you need people on board, there's only one place to be. Sunday Long Live Radio. 5 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. UK. I'll bet you've noticed there are food shortages happening just about everywhere. If you think it'll get worse before it gets better, don't get caught unprepared. 
to feed your family. Prepare with Mojo50.com. Triggering change one heartbeat at a time. That is the purpose of Battle for Freedom. My biggest challenge is helping people see that they are constantly moving and never settled. They are not settled in life because they are spiritually and mentally homeless. James Otis wrote the following on the writs of assistance in 1761. One of the most essential branches of English liberty is the freedom of one's house. A man's house is his castle. I host Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio at 7 a.m. Monday through Friday for this very reason. Our homes are tattered because we have made too many allegiances to ideologies and movements solely created to keep us distracted, divided, and distanced from our foundation. Join me on Battle for Freedom, where I trigger change one heartbeat at a time. Battle for Freedom. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. So we finished off the last hour talking about revenge, sweet, sweet revenge. I have one more suggestion to make, and you take it or leave it. Okay. In my truck, I always have zip ties. Oh, my gosh. Because they come in handy. You know, I have tools and stuff like that. But if someone parks very poorly, let's say they're parked in a handicap spot or something like that, and they shouldn't be, you can always have zip ties handy and take a cart and zip tie it to their handle or let's say their trailer hitch that kind of thing you're doing no damage but it's zip tied on there and it's making it a great inconvenience for them where they inconvenience someone else by doing something stupid oh my gosh just a suggestion from me <laughs> i have yet to do it but i did find these uh this picture here that i'm sharing so for what it's worth yeah i, I like yeah. it it's uh yeah. Just don't yeah. let me let me catch you uh, doing that to my car when I park <laughs> in the handicap spot. Because if I catch you, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I I hate people that uh, if park you, in if you have a placard, you're all good. Right. When if you don't need it, you shouldn't be using it. Damn it. Um, one of the last tickets I wrote before I uh, retired from my last job, there was law enforcement, and. I wrote a ticket. This guy was on his motorcycle and he parked. You know how you have the handicap parking parking space, and then there's the mm-hmm. blue lines the overlap. for vans and stuff. You know to um, 
Yeah. He said, <laughs> I said, you can't park here. It's a handicapped parking spot. And he goes, well, those handicapped people, they don't need all that room. So I'm just going to park here. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I had a, yeah. That job was not for me. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Rusty, you say, well, okay, I'll, I'll agree with you. If they don't need it, they shouldn't have. I get, I got that. You can't always tell who needs it, though. And it may be a person, yeah, maybe the person who's walking up to the store is fully capable. They're the person driving. But they've mm-hmm. got a person in the car with them mm-hmm. who who that placard is for. And so that's why they have the, the, the placard in the first place. All right. Okay, fine. They got somebody in the car. If they're not actively getting that person out of the car to take them into the store, they're just bringing them up there and they're sitting in the car while the person runs inside? No. Fair. No. Come on. I mean... I agree. Let's let's have a little compassion for the people that are actually handicapped and and getting out there and, and running around by themselves and having to get their, you know, their wheelchair out and, you know, doing all that themselves because there are quite a number of people that do it themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, whatever. I, I, I ran to the store today and I saw uh, it was at the tail end of him getting into the truck. But this guy, he's got a big full-size truck, you know, full-size cab, two rows on it. He had, he's in a wheelchair. He had gotten himself into the truck, lifted the wheelchair in there. He was wrestling the wheelchair into the back seat and then reaching way out of the truck to close that back door and then reaching way out to close the front door. And I'm just like, hmm. All right, that takes some coordination and a lot of effort to be able to do that. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I had a uh, temporary pass once because I had uh, surgery, foot surgery, and I had a boot and I had one of those knee scooters and, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, they gave me a temporary one for a while. And if I couldn't find a place, it actually was kind of difficult getting in and out of the store if you had to go a long way especially some of those like walmart parking lots they don't have the aisle in the middle to uh so so you have to go in um like in the lanes and i hate that i hate when people do that to me like they're walking really slow and you're trying Mm -hmm. to find a parking space so um so yeah i had to use it for a little while but and i did use it when i needed it and didn't when i didn't but my my other side to the argument of the handicapped spaces is why do they got to put them all the way up front? Well, I mean, come on, would they want to be treated, you know, just like everybody else? Let's put a couple of them handicapped spots spots about halfway out. Well, like like I was just saying, it makes it's really difficult to navigate. Like if you're where the cars are parking, which is very difficult for me to say right now, but where they are parked and you have to take your handicapped self down the middle of those aisles it just makes everybody else frustrated because they got to wait on you to hobble your ass into the store unless they have a one of those paths and some stores have those paths in the middle to where you park and you walk down the path and not in the driving lanes well my answer to that is you should have left earlier (laughs) walking around in a parking lot you know, under your skin I you said, should have left 10 minutes earlier come on i suddenly don't feel sean's absence right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say something and i know it's now it's gone it's gone yeah uh, I, uh, so go ahead 
Yeah, a little bit of science here. Not not the science story yeah. I was going to do, but um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this might be extremely redundant or, uh, I don't know, talking about 4th of July, which is tomorrow. I was going to ask about childhood memories. You know, we're talking about you still have your still have your digits with the fireworks not blowing your hands up and then I was and I was thinking about my like childhood childhood memories like way back in the day like uh, being seven eight nine years old but the science part of this is learning about because uh, I study a little bit of neuroscience here and there and memories are extremely unreliable every time you recall a memory and go into it something changes a little thing changes about that memory and so most of your memories unless it's traumatic most of your memories are very inaccurate and um i when i first read that or heard that i was kind of pissed like my bias was challenging it i was like no you know this happened and this happened and a couple of years ago, I was cleaning out um, one of my bins, like my memory bins from back when I was in high school. And I was opened up a journal I haven't looked at in probably 30 years. And I was reading it. And so uh, everything that I was reading was accurate. But my memory of those times were completely way off. But I changed all of those memories for the better. Because some of them, like there were certain arguments and fights with friends that over the years, you know, I would still try to contact them or contact them on Facebook or something now. And when I don't get an answer, I'm like, WTF, like we had, you know, the best time. And then when I'm looking back at those journals, uh, no, not that's not really what happened. Yeah. Um, I seen a I seen a science uh study about uh about people's memories where they they uh find people who give statements about and it, i guess it was traumatic like 9-11 yeah uh, and then they go back 10 years later and they ask them the same questions to describe it and the version that they put down right when it happened and the version that they give 10 years later are sometimes vastly different it's because, true yeah it, so it, it's hard to wrap around because it's almost scary. I'm almost like, oh my god, I can't trust myself. And then, uh, thank God, we don't talk about a whole lot of politics and um, the news. Um, yeah. But when it comes to uh, trials, where you know people are testifying about shit that happened five or ten years ago, um, eyewitness, you would think an eyewitness statement would be the the best proof when actually it's the worst. Indelible yeah. in the hippocampus. Oh, the hippocampus. I love that place. Oh. <laughs> and the hypothalamus. I'm having an aneurysm in the hippocampus <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, uh, Liliana Starr. Hi, Liliana. Yeah, uh, that's my my wonderful daughter over in the uh, YouTube chats there. Does that hey. mean you have a not wonderful daughter? No, no. Okay. Okay. All those kids are wonderful. Brian said the show went from off track with Whiskey Six to off track syndicate to off track without Whiskey Six. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's on vacation. Whatever. 
Yeah. All right. So Whatever. I'm I'm going to bring us back to things you can do during the summer, right? Okay. We start out with the uh, threesomes on a cruise. Mm-hmm. You can try that. Oh, right. <laughs> I wouldn't. I forgot to write that down. Um, how about uh, camping? Right. Mm-hmm. So, some some people like camping. That would be me. When it's really hot, you know. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, other people are like this couple from Texas. Mm-hmm. They're used to t- they're used to camping in Texas where it's hot, and so they really don't bring stuff, you know, tent or mm-hmm. change of clothes, you know, just stuff. They just they just hang out in the in the weather. I wouldn't do that regardless. If I was in Texas, I'd still have stuff. So a couple hiked up Lake Qua- I'm not going to go into that. Anyways, they they were in Colorado in a, in the mountain range and they had to call the police because they started experiencing hypothermia. They called for help because they were cold. Started throwing what? up, dehydrated, had a headache. Uh Apparently, they're used to camping in Texas, so they thought that the mountains in Colorado would be the same, and they'd just be able to oh. be out. You know, they didn't. They didn't have any clothing to stay dry. They didn't. And their, their tent had no rain fly, so it was just a tent with the screen open on the top. I mean, my tent has that, but I've got a rain fly because I know rain happens and cold happens. Yeah. So they they're from Texas. Uh-huh. I okay, I thought when you started the story, I thought you were saying that they were camping in Texas also. No, they they're used so to So they are from- Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. From Texas, but decided uh-huh. to go camping in Colorado, Colorado. not yep. knowing anything about weather variations depending on geography. You know, who knows know. about that kind of stuff? I mean, seriously. I, I in Alabama, uh, we have a name for you know people like that that you know do that kind of stuff, and and you know, we call them idiots. Oh, uh, in Mississippi, so we late. say, "Bless oh, your heart." Yeah, <laughs> Y'all. I had a picture for this. Y'all ain't there. Right. We go, y'all. Dumb camping. I'm falling behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. They didn't check any weather forecasts. They didn't understand why it was so cold and rainy in Colorado because it's so hot in Texas, and they hike there all the time. Oh my goodness! Ignorant. Yes, the American education system, everybody. Yeah. Ignorant. Wow. Yeah, I took my family. We went camping at uh, Yellowstone several years ago beautiful place i really wanted i was really considering going there this year but i'm glad i didn't because apparently there was a little rain oh, some just flooding a little maybe, bit. yeah you know um but uh yeah i watched the weather forecast for that for months leading up to it we had a good idea of how the weather was going to be what we should do because we were sleeping in tents 
we got there and it started raining, then hailing, it's and there intense. was still snow everywhere. It's intense. And that was intense. in the middle of May. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> it's like, be prepared. Don't be ignorant. Pay attention. You know who else goes camping in Yellowstone every year? Who's that? Hitler. Dave from oh. <laughs> from American Pride Hitler. Roasters. <laughs> Oh, yeah. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go over to American Pride Roasters. We got a coffee named after us. The Off-Track Syndicate, and it's damn good. Off-Track Syndicate blend. Come on. Cigar- cigars and coffee. I mean, come on. Oh, we just got to get a whiskey named after us now. Oh. I know. Could I just, like, bottle it and put my own label on it and just, like, buy some cheap whiskey and I mean can can you learn how to make it I know how to make it I just don't have all the all the equipment to do it accoutrements accoutrement accoutrement (laughs) I've brewed beer I've never tried whiskey I imagine that would be more difficult it's not it's It's time consuming yes it's time consuming but uh, and you gotta know a few of the finer details but it's basically just boiling it and catching the steam off of it and yeah i mean it's yada 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 you just got to have the little machine to do it with the little setup yeah anyway i'd love to do it but yeah all right so continuing on with things you could do during the summer right yes you could go to florida florida sounds nice right should be warm Maybe, maybe and, probably end up, hot. End up as a Friday leftover. Could be, yeah. Florida uh, man. So, wildlife officials are investigating after a seven-foot alligator took a bite out of a man's leg mm. outside a Florida hotel. Mm. Oh my God! Is this recently? Uh, this was this was in June. Yes. Oh my God! Uh, wildlife's rebelling because there's so yeah. many shark attacks too. Yeah, I was going to say there was a shark attack not far, I think, from where Sean's at actually right now. Uh, just a few days ago, a girl got uh, got bit on the leg. Stay out of the water, right? She's, yeah. And then Miss Gilly, she's uh, she's trying to pipe in there. Yeah, she's saying hi. Hey, cut it. So the 49 year old who was attacked is the live-in maintenance man at this motel. He was, uh, he was smoking in the courtyard after midnight on Tuesday. And again, nothing good happens after midnight. That's right. (laughs) Right. He thought he saw a dog on a leash coming out of the bushes nearby. (laughs) He says, when it's a dog, it's not as scary as when you find out it's a gator. (gasps) Duh. Oh my God. Uh, So, I'd have to change. A uh, witness pants. rushed outside when he heard the uh, this the the maintenance man's wife screaming for help. Uh, let's see here. The sergeant, a police sergeant, got there, jumped in the middle of the back of the gator, folded him up and folded him up and taped him into a ball. Oh my gosh! That takes some nerve. And to jump on the back of a gator and roll him up and tape him up into a ball. I yeah. can't even. It, that must have been some adrenaline or, or, oh my gosh. Got some Joe Dirt stuff going on right there. 
<laughs> yeah. Nah, I just said, see you later, alligator. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, the, the gator bit the, the guy's right leg, and this is the best part of the story, uh-huh. the way it's phrased. Held on and began pulling apart his leg muscles until it ripped a chunk off. Oh, delicious. Oh, wow. It's one of those things you hear, you read, and it just hurts to to hear well, it. I imagine, Ooh. actually, he didn't just, just start pulling. No, what they do is they clamp on, and then they start rolling. Mm. So they... You know, rip off pieces. Yeah. Well, yeah. The maintenance uh, guy may not remember all of the details there. I mean, he was being mauled by a gator at the time. Ah, uh, memories aren't Probably accurate. be trying to get away. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, memories aren't accurate. Maybe you can't take his word for it. Maybe it really was a dog on a leash. Mm, well, I think... Well, they did get the gator. Okay, I don't, rem- I, I don't remember exactly, but when it comes to pain... Are, we're hardwired not to remember it. Um, when women go through child, that, that's why women have multiple kids is because there's something that erases all of that pain away. They have the ability to forget that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think I remember it, but mm. now I'm thinking, ah, it wasn't that bad. I, As I a lived. father, you never forget seeing the epidural go in. Mm. That needle is like seven foot long. Yep. That's so the way I remember it. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. It's got to stay in frame. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Oh, that was that was awful. Um, yeah. Let's see here. More than 10 million bees were released after a semi-truck crashed on Interstate 80 in Utah earlier this week. Oh, I bet things were buzzing over there. Oh, honey, stop it. Yeah, well, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) I think I might have got one of them in my bonnet. The driver was a commercial beekeeper. (laughs) He tipped the truck after going around a curve too fast. Drive safely. Let's start with that, especially when you have 10 million bees in the truck. Yeah, and, and I don't think there's a so much a concern for uh, public safety. They, that's his bread and butter. That's his, that's his stuff. Mm-hmm. And honey. Right? And honey, milk and honey. So here's, here's the part of the story that kind of confused me. He, he spilled over 400 boxes of bees. And it says, which are used to pollinate crops across the country. So I don't know if I don't know if they're just saying, well, bees are used to pollinate crops. No. Okay, duh. Or if he goes around the country with the, with these bees to pollinate yes, crops that he gets paid to do yes, this for? Yes, people pay for uh, them to bring bees in, set hives up to help uh, pollinate their crops. Yes. And there's there's a shortage. I think there's a shortage here. Um, we have a friend that has bees. Do you remember? Um, I forgot. I think I think Josh said forty pounds of honeycomb. You had some, Rusty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There, um, yeah. There is a shortage because there was a. I think it turned out to be a, a like a mite, some sort of 
insect or or something that was killing the bees and knocking them out. I, I don't know. I guess they've got that under control. Uh, I, uh, it seems like that they're making a comeback, but I, I can't. I haven't researched it, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, we were having a big problem with uh, people losing a lot of hives. Uh, Judy's dad, when he was still alive, he he lost. He had three hives uh, out back that they used to get honey out of, and we guess that's what happened to them because they all died very quickly. The whole hive hmm. just died out. Yeah, if we lose if we lose bees, that seriously affects our our food supply. Yeah. It's right? it's amazing. It's monumental. Yeah. Well, I, I know this at least locally here they've started spraying for mosquitoes. Mhm. You know, some of the towns around the area and beekeepers in the area are complaining that it's killing off their hives. Because yeah. it, it impacts bees as well, which I isn't th- a, a great thing. No, I thought, I thought some of those commercial, or I don't know if the county pays for it or whatever, but those trucks that go up and down the street, from what I heard, they're not they're not full of chemicals. It's almost like a detergent that sprays to keep, uh, like the mosquitoes, they get born. <laughs> they uh, and the larvae in the larva in standing water so what it does is it it lands on the water to make it heavy so the so the mosquitoes can't fly out so yeah so what it is um i don't know all the different various stages but the one stage where they're actually going to turn into a mosquito the pod or whatever that they're connected to is attached to the surface tension of the water so they're hanging and they can get oxygen because there's an open spot for them to get. When you drop detergent on it, it breaks the surface tension of the water and it actually drowns the pupa or the whatever. That's how it was explained to me, you know, just what mm-hmm. you were saying, that, it's, that it lands on there and it, uh, yeah, that, and that's how it kills them. Yeah, it prevents them from flying off. Yeah, right. So I don't know how that would affect. I don't know how that would affect the bees, but um, unless it makes them heavy, or just makes them sick. Yeah, I mean, they might have some sort of reaction to whatever they're putting out there. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. We'll try, we'll try to figure out some more things, or we'll just whatever. guess out wildly. Who knows? Whatever. The last uh, half hour. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. 
Call today and see how much you can save. Call now. 800-493-6114. 800-493-6114. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 709-4395. What? Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. this wonderful we are back and uh we're going to have some wonderful insights from the beautiful melissa sippy oh crap hello um so i get science stories um often uh people send me science stories sometimes i uh can't get to them for whatever reason don't get me started but anyway this is from jason Goki. he sent me this one um the title of it is this is from popular science magazine it's called the science is clear metal music is good for you so i know i listen to it i know i know rusty does i know some of our listeners chris do you do are you a metalhead i do i love nickelback he's more of a you are so fired (laughs) (laughs) aren't you yes polka music or something i'm all over the damn place with music i mean i've said this before i'll listen to country i'll listen to to metal uh okay it's not current okay. pop this I don't want current pop okay this is what i want to know 
and I want the definition. What do you think is metal? Like, if you're listening to something, what describes metal music? Um, all right. To me, mm, metal is Metallica. Uh, but what does it sound like to you? What does? How do you know you're listening to heavy metal? Um. If you don't know the name of the band or whatever, what? Um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say this. How does it make you feel? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, it's you know, the, it's harsh. It's loud. You harsh, know, it just yeah. Fast guitar, harsh, lots of distortion. Um, yeah, fast drums. Uh, angry sounding singer. So, yeah. um, so the article says, first and foremost, metal has to have distorted guitars. It also usually has riffs, repeating cycles of musical ideas, and it's usually heavy. That is loud or crunchy. Yes, crunchy is <laughs> crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. And it also says, and there are other people that find it hard to define it's a particular mix of driving drum and bass rhythms, distortion, exaggerated vocal styles from growls to soaring falsettos set apart from its punk and other edgy styles. Right, that makes me think of Disturbed, but I don't know that I would consider Disturbed heavy metal. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I used to, if, if back in the day, if I couldn't describe the genre uh, like heavy metal or whatever, I would just say rock and roll, which is kind of crazy because Elvis is so far away from what we call metal today but it's still you know rock and roll mm-hmm. as you know Billy Joel used to say it's still rock and roll to me um, right. so the article goes into this if you want to look at it it's popsci.com science and is metal music good for you um, and it also talks about the people that listen to metal. Uh, so, you know, we go into stereotypes. When you think of a certain genre, you think of country music, you know, somebody uh, who looks a certain way pops up. And so, Chris, when you think of people who listens to <laughs> people who listen to metal music, describe that. I guess just, uh, just a stereotype, stereotype for that would be what the spiked haircut you know bald on the side and spike on the top of the hair piercings tattoos that kind of stuff uh, I don't know, but, but then at the same mm. okay i'll take that yeah i got that fine then let's turn that around uh the leather jackets and mm-hmm. i don't i don't yeah I don't that was my because i listened to era. it too but. i've always considered punk like heavy metal jazz wow that is <laughs> brilliant that's i mean that's what it's always kind of been to me it's it's like far so would out. that be like sex pistols or yeah yeah wow <laughs> the show is falling over. apart <laughs> yes she did uh, uh so uh contrary to popular belief fans don't all look like burly vikings and Ethnomusicologist and author of What Are You Doing Here? A Black Woman's Life 
and Liberation Heavy Metal has seen as much as while investigating young black Americans and to gravitate towards intense music. Oh, the interviews artists are... Uh, while she devoted her research to punk, power violence, grindcore, and other genres to be explicitly political. Huh. But describe... Despite the growing evidence, stereotype brooding metal fans, which raises concerns of parents and educators. I remember I used to go to a lot of concerts when I was around 13 to 17, 18, because my grandfather was a politician. And, you know, using that politician privilege, he would get me concert tickets to the Providence Civic Center for whatever, whatever I wanted. And... um. He didn't know the bands. He didn't know what they were, but my mom would know. And um, I would try to, you know, like a good teenager does, hey, hey, Pop, don't tell Mom, but... And there was some concerts I went to. She read the review in the newspaper the next day and said, you are never going to another concert again. And one of them, although not heavy metal, but I went to see the Beastie Boys. And she read the article. (laughs) And this is back when they first came out. This is on their License to Ill tour and Public Enemy opened up for them and Public Enemy was nobody back then and I guess I don't have uh, well back then I didn't have the uh, uh, the awareness of music to say whether or not it was good or bad because I didn't know too much about that kind of rap but when Public Enemy was out there they were in white suits and had fake black machine guns I was like these people are stupid they're not going anywhere it's probably the last time we'll ever see them and I was wrong, big time. <laughs> um, researchers across disciplines have played pe- plenty of attention to how this music might mold minds. They've looked at metalhead personality traits, questioned their pros- their propensity for self-harm and violence, and even touted over risks of headbanging and brain, re- um, brain injuries. Rusty. Back in the day, did you actually bang your head? I know we had headbangers ball, and we used to talk about headbangers, but did you actually bang your head? No, you weren't hitting your head against anything. It was it was the thrashing about. Getting the head. bad crap out of your head and being... Right, right, you know, yeah. So it was, it was more like, uh, what was the movie? Night at the Roxbury, right? That's not metal. That was more techno. <laughs> what is love? No, but the action. This that was Rusty's headbanging. No, it's yeah, like there's kind of yeah. Have you ever watched a documentary Beavis and Butthead? Come on. Yes. So yes. anyway, it's been a long time. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to spend forever on this story, but um, so much. Uh, okay, words matter in metal too, even though uh, such great music and and so much good has come out of it but um oh crap where was i uh so metalheads form connections and after all of this research with the connections with the with whatever the outrage the anger uh metalheads kind of form a connection making them feel part of something and less alone because you know some people have had trauma and it- yeah, it, it, it's a good to me. Metal is a is a it's a it's a release. It, it's a, uh, you know yeah you can you know let let out some of your anger and uh, it, let it go. 
And yeah. this researcher said those kind of connections and feedback loop could re- could have and probably have reduced suffering, reduced costs, and more tolerance. And metal's rich sound structure to the to which there are so many like we're talking about subgenres, and it proves for creating creating artistic representations of complex problems. That sentence really got me because that is so true when it comes to metal and um, uh, using using stories and using uh, like being alone and being angry and uh, and what's that um, that Turkish band System of the Down? Would you consider that heavy metal? Okay. I yeah, I mean yeah, I, I think they kind of I think they kind of straddle uh, genres. I, I think there's a lot of influence. Um, I guess punk. Yeah, like yeah, it's, just, it's a subgenre because they're yeah, they're yeah, and and. and to me, to me, punk always had a political side uh, to it. You know, they they had something to to say and 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 you know, put it out there where you know a lot of your heavy metal is just I don't know, kind of dark stories. Uh, Queens Rike, I would consider them rock. I don't, I don't know, I don't think Queens is heavy metal, but they're pretty political. But they were also, um, what's the name of that Queens Rike one? Uh, Silent Lucidity. Uh, the name of the album um, oh, when wow. he's in the uh, mental hospital. Um, anyway, uh, it was very deep, very, very, uh, um, very insightful. And uh, but it says uh, metal's consistent willingness to address ugly truths is penchant for transforming distress into emotional resilience and its ability to create community across all the world make it a model for how art can continue to give us meaning and support even when everything around us is falling apart and they're saying that metal never got has never gotten the credit it deserves metal doesn't want your approval but f you for not respecting us there you go so, I'd like to point out uh, two windmills are standing in a field, and one of them asked, uh, "What's your favorite type of music?" And the other says, "I'm a big metal fan." Oh my god! Yeah, mm. I don't get it. <laughs> so yeah. Whatever. <sighs> oh boy. Yes. Oh, boy. oh right. my god. Let, let's bring this. Uh, let's bring this. Uh, section of the show back to life shall we okay yes so i killed it no 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 i just wanted to say what i said before i read this oh a funeral in peru was dramatically interrupted after knocking was heard from within the coffin that sounds like fun right yeah yeah the family of rosa isabel oh man rosa isabel serapides calica yeah. Nailed Probably it. Had gathered in the city to pay their final respects back in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was she had been involved in a serious crash, and le- it left her brother in law and two of her nephews with serious injuries. She was pronounced dead after the crash, and then loaded into a coffin ahead of her funeral. <laughs> they lowered the coffin. Uh, you know the, the guys 
hoisted the the coffin on their shoulders and they they started to hear strange sounds so they lowered the coffin and they heard a, a the the knocking they opened up the coffin and saw her looking up at them she opened her eyes and was sweating so they they called the police yeah she wasn't dead they called her dead they I'm said not, she was dead but she was not i'm not dead yet i don't want to go yeah. on the cot but yeah. that was at a, was that at a funeral home where was this again it was at a funeral in peru like oh in peru actively, okay yeah they were so they didn't actively have the, going through the funeral service so there was no uh, uh, i'm assuming in peru maybe they don't have the embalming they don't they don't go through the same yeah. thank uh, god <laughs> they don't go through the same things that we do here because uh, it's against the law not to um so yeah. there's no well, observation period autopsy well, not everybody has autopsies but well, that that makes you, you you've got to ask uh, and you know it's got to be a percentage if it happened there. How many people have actually and that will never know? What do you think the percentage is of people that were alive but the embalming process finished them off? <laughs> oh uh, crap, man, that would do it. They didn't um, give oh, yeah. them a bell, a little dead ringer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, did you guys see, I studied um, huh. Haitian culture a long time ago. Did you see Serp, The Serpent and the Rainbow? No. About how zombies, it was, I guess, a true story, but it was about how a researcher went to Haiti, but it was, he was also, he was researching spiders, ended up finding an actual real zombie, but that's a whole nother story what a real zombie is but they don't they don't do the embalming process either hmm. it's, mm. it's really cool if you haven't seen uh, Serpent in the Rainbow it's a true story hmm. mm-hmm. okay and that's why right. uh, that's where the, the term uh, not in Haiti but the term dead ringer comes from from when people were uh, the bells yeah if people were buried accidentally and it was kind of like to make people feel better so they put a bell in their coffin so if somebody would hear the bell in the graveyard they would dig him up so if they were buried ex- you know they weren't dead i'm not dead yet imagine walking by the cemetery on a windy day yeah <laughs> that'd be awesome ding 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 <laughs> all over the place uh, that'd hello, be, hello. That'd be creepy. <laughs> I'm not uh, dead yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh mercy. Uh, so I got a couple famous birthdays. Are we done? Go for it. Uh, so, well, crap. Are they really famous? Um, uh, uh, Tom. Right Cruise. click, reopen, close tab. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise, American actor. Risky Business, right. Jeremy Dwyer, and the now out that I hear is really good. Uh, Tom, Wait, Tom Cruise is out? Top Gun, what, Maverick? Is that it? Top Gun Maverick? That's Maverick. it. And the Thank last you. plane he flies in that movie is uh, his actual no, personal when, when, plane. When, what? I told you he flew planes. That's not a... I told you, in the movie, he flies planes. That's not a. That's not a spoiler at all. Right. Trust me. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Just ruined the whole movie for him. Today, no. 1962. 
which uh, would make him 60. Yeah. Holy crap. I don't know. Dang. It's too late for math. No. Uh, wow. And uh, where was the other one? Uh, Julian Assange. Mm. Australian founder of WikiLeaks. Who I think I heard recently is England is going to extradite him to the really? United States. Wow. No, he they needs to wear to? he needs to wear depends take care of that leak. Right. <laughs> yeah, 1971, Julian Assange. That's the year I was born. Jesus. Uh I don't know. There's a bunch of other people, but I don't recognize any names. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. Uh, whatever, whatever. That's the mm-hmm. only two that I've seen, so, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Top Gun Maverick, have you seen any movies lately? Have you seen any good movies lately? I, I did watch that, and we're going to try to talk about it next week, the Acceptance High. That's in Birmingham. Yes. Um, I can't believe I, that's in Alabama. Right? It's a charter school. I'm all about charter schools. Me too. I, I I think they should be more of a thing instead of uh, charter schools. Magnets. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. It's a LGBTQIA whatever. Every letter of the alphabet in the. Gay com- uh, que- oh, queer. They call it the queer community. Every alphabet, every letter of the alphabet in the queer community. Yeah. Hmm. So you're Which saying I- that's a movie, a documentary, or what? It's just a place you want. You're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. It's a okay, sorry. That was, no, I got there you. Was, there's a. Uh, there, I guess ABC News did a did a uh, expose. Not an expose. A story. What is that called? Interview or mm-hmm. whatever about the school and. You know, talked about it and and whatever. So, hopefully, we'll be able to get a special guest on next week. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No. Who? But it'd be a big guest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gotta keep that on the DL it. for now. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's uh, that's what we're gonna hopefully try for. Wife and I took the uh, took our kids to the Minions movie. Oh, well, I heard it did well at the box office. It was a good. It was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, it. It. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the Despicable Me Minions. It, you know, good storylines. It's it's funny and keeps the adults entertained as well. Well, but, uh, you know, yeah. I thought to me, and maybe it was supposed to be this way, but I thought the Minion in Despicable Me. I thought they were. I guess obviously everybody else did too. I thought they took over the show. Oh yeah. Me. Well, they, yeah. They became the star where the, you know you had the other two and it was supposed to be a thing. Yeah, I think they were I like yeah. them all. I like I, so far I've liked all their movies, but yeah. I'm very easily entertained too, so I Yeah. <laughs> I plan on seeing that. I really want to see that. When you go to the movies, uh Chris, do you get do you order do you get your tickets online or do you do it old fashioned where you go up to the window and get your tickets? Yeah, I do, it, at these theaters I'll do it on the phone because I can pick. Well, I mean, I guess I can pick when I'm there as well, but I can 
again, I'm one of those guys who I want to be prepared for whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'll bring clothes camping, you know, and, and plan for the weather <laughs> and stuff like that. And I, I like the fact that I can pull up, all right, here's the seating chart for the theater. So you can pick I your want seat. these five seats. I can pick the seats. And, and again, I know I can do it once I get there, but I can't guarantee that there'll be seats I want. And if I'm going to go to the movies, I want to sit where I want to sit. I want to pick my seat too. Yeah. So the not the last time. Oh, I saw Jurassic Park last week. Um, but my movie theater now, uh, Cinemark and Gulfport, buy my tickets online and then it takes me to another window to where I can buy my popcorn and all the mm-hmm. drinks and snacks and they'll deliver it to you. Some dude will just come up okay. and so we go through, pay for it online. So you just walk through with your barcode, go directly to the theater and sit down and some dude just gives you all your stuff so you don't have to wait. Because I know me with the popcorn and then the drink and then I want to put extra butter on my popcorn. It's like juggling. I'm like, eh, if somebody's going to make yeah, extra but, money doing well, that. But do they put extra butter on it for you too? If I ask them to, they will. Yep. But how do you know they're going to put enough? I mean, come on. Uh, I'm well, not yeah, but that you can't picky. put the butter you can't put the butter on yourself anyways. You can control the salt. No, there's there's we have the a butter. we have a butter station. Yeah, we have a butter station. Is that right? Well, yeah, no, we there, don't have that. There's a butter station to where you Yeah, we don't have that. What, what are your ticket prices, Melissa? Cuz uh it, 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 he told me of the white privilege that they have out in Nebraska oh, where they Lord. have $6 freaking ticket prices. What are your ticket prices? Well, I tend to do that also. I go, tend to go to the matinees. If I if you go to the movies before two o'clock in the afternoon, you're going to pay like six bucks. Um, yeah, I went at ten thirty this morning. When I used to go uh, before the app stuff, I would when I would pay at the ticket window. Military ID. Did Did you know I was in the Navy? I know Timmy wanted me to do that, but I can tell. Um, but there's a military discount to where the tickets Wait. for military are um, five bucks. I don't know now because for this. I don't know if they're if they're still doing that because of the um, inflation, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, popcorn, diet coke, and a movie, good to go. Did anybody see Jurassic Park? I saw it. It wasn't bad. It was. Uh, I didn't see it. It was. I haven't seen it yet. It was exactly like you would expect it to be. Nothing better, nothing worse. It was it was a good movie, but now Pretty I'm same storyline. Yeah, I, but I'm kind of a little more freaked out about cicadas and locust bugs than I was before the movie. Other than that, it's and we have tons of those, and it's, it's so. If you, I don't know, if you live in the south, the bugs here are so freaking disgusting. I can't even. Yeah. It's yes. like men in black took a shit on Mississippi, and that's where all the weird things, that's where all the weird freaking insects are down here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was telling Rusty before the show, we've got, I think we have three movie theaters in town. Two of them were 11, 12 bucks a ticket, and I'm like, okay, you know, it is what it is. And then there was one clear across town. I, I looked up. I'm like, well, there's too many people in this theater. I want like nobody in the theater. Uh, and I looked at that. And it was six bucks a ticket. Yes, please. I'll drive clear across town for that. Yes, it's it's, it's on the principle. Even- Twenty five on the pop and the the popcorn and candy. You yeah. call it pop. Yeah, yeah. that's well, adorable. I'll, I'll, that's that's adorable. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I have but, a sister-in-law who calls all of that Coke. Coke. Yeah, I know people that call mm. every kind of soft drink Coke. Yeah, so but now, but but that. I agree with you. You might have drove clear across town and spent way extra money on gas just to pay for the six dollar ticket, even though it might have cost more in gas. But I like the fact that you did it on principle. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Totally cool. Yeah, and we had twenty people in the theater. I like that as well. Yeah. 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 I, I don't remember what movie we saw, but during the COVID stuff. My wife and I went to see a movie, and we were the only two in the in the entire theater the entire time. And it's like, did you make out in Nick? No, we didn't. Did you Nick? No. No. <laughs> I was up like, for it, but she's like, no, no, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna yeah, see she, us, whatever. Yeah, she shut him down. Like yeah. you're up at Inspiration Point necking. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. like going to the uh, when the last uh, Pennywise uh, Stephen King. Uh, Anyway, yes. I would. Good night, Kathy. Yeah. Good night, yes. Kathy. And Timmy and everybody. Uh, I like going. I like going to horror movies where there's hardly anybody because then you get all those people that are like, <gasps> you know, they start screaming and being overly dramatic. So I like going to the morning matinees, so you don't get a whole lot of people, especially teenagers and whatnot, that are all super over dramatic. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. Got to play it up for their date. Yes, exactly. Hold yeah. me. Hold yeah. me. Here's some side boob. Yeah, hold me. <laughs> um, but I haven't seen I haven't seen Thor yet, but that's probably on the list for this week also. So Thor and Minions. And we'll get the review next week. And we have, what else we have next week, Rusty? We have that school thing. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if Sean's going to be back or not. I know he's been super, super busy with a lot of different things. So we are not sure if he's going to be back with us. Um, but we promise you next week's going to be better than this week. So tell all your friends. <laughs> You're making a big promise there. Holy <laughs> crap. Yes, because yeah. I need to learn stuff. Hey, folks, go over to Off Track Syndicate page, hit the shop button, buy a T-shirt. Jill, go buy a T-shirt, dang it. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. Be safe. I want to see all your digits next weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jazz hands. Check out Peter Serafin's uh, audio that he's putting out tomorrow for the 4th of July. You're going to hear some uh, voices you recognize. Oh. Yes. Later, folks. Love you. America. America. Happy birthday, America. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.